0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Loved Mondays, a Monday Night War retrospective podcast. This week on the show, it's week seven, which was on October 16th, 1995, the year of our Lord. Nitro is live from the Albany Civic Center in Albany, Georgia. Flair and Sting haven't late teamed since 1990. And this weekend on WCW Pro, they had a ton of shows, by the way. So they WWF at the time. They just had so many syndicated shows that they would just tape someplace and just spin them out. Because this is like the third or fourth different side show that they've mentioned since this all started. So, yeah. Um, and Sting tells him, if you swerve me, I'll leave you for dead. So, our first matchup is Diamond Dallas Page versus Johnny B. Bad. Remember a few weeks ago on Saturday night, I mentioned that Johnny B. Bad didn't make it for his United States title match? That's because DDP slashed his tires. It was revealed, I think, on Saturday night that that previous weekend... Uh, there was like a big multi person promo section, and DDP mentions, Oh man, it stinks that you had four flat tires. And Johnny B. Bad's like, Wait a second, I only said I had a flat tire. <laughs> and he attacks him. And so now we're going to have the match here on Nitro. <laughs> um, yeah, and they said they're also going to fight again at Halloween Havoc. So, like, we're already doing. The dumb shit where we're going to be uh, having a match on Nitro and then also the match a week, two weeks later on the pay-per-view. But <laughs> good thing is they don't actually have a match because DDP just hits him in the back of the head with the title, with his TV title, and they throw the match out. And then Paige counts his own pen because referee is already like no. And then he grabs Johnny's confetti gun and sets that off, and the Diamond Doll is not impressed. Our next matchup is Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. It's Benoit's debut in WCW. And this is full mullet mode, everybody. We got mullet Eddie, mullet Benoit, and just just big Kentucky waterfalls happening there. It's uh, business in the front and party in the back, baby. And, uh, of course, it's a fantastic match. Eddie does a crossbody from the top rope to the floor. Uh, they're actually given some time. There was actually a commercial break during the match. They actually gave him plenty of time. And Benoit wins with the dragon suplex, in which the commentary team is just like a belly at the back. But they was with the thing, and but they break but there and it's like it's a dragon suplex, baby, yeah. Thor Nelson, suplex baby, yeah. And then they talk about how there's rumors that the championship committee. Is going to put together a cruiserweight championship division. The rumors have been flying for long enough. That's why we got guys like Guerrero and Benoit and Malenko to show up. Because they're getting ready for this title that might be coming soon. We uh, believe we go to commercial. to come back. It's me, and Gene. And he says... And the rumor mill that a WWF official is gone, and a WWF superstar got in a fight with a fan. Call the, call the hotline, 1-900-909-9900. And of course, it's covered up, and don't call it because it's not real anymore. Now, I remember how I uh, mentioned previously that they did that thing about the coming upcoming house shows. And there was the show in Syracuse. Well, this was that show in Syracuse where Shawn Michaels, the night before after a show in Binghamton, came into town, went to a club, was hitting on a girl, was drunk and on his somas, and dude's actual boyfriend was like, "Uh, yeah, stop, and he didn't. And then eventually him and his boys just beat Shawn Michaels' ass. So, uh, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so call our call one nine hundred nine oh nine nine hundred and hear about that. But meanwhile, here comes Taskmaster and the Giant for the interview segment with me and Gene. And they actually finally break down the whole storyline. We're not gonna kill Hulkamania by like murdering Hulk Hogan. What we're doing is we're killing Hulkamania by slowly making him embrace the dark side until he becomes fully evil, just like me. And then all the fans will always turn on him and Hulkamania will will be dead. And then they announce that at the pay-per-view, they fully like do this because they've been talking about how the monster truck will be on top of Cobo Hall. They say the pay-per-view is actually at the Joe Louis Arena, but the monster truck thing is on top of Cobo Hall. So I'm guessing... Like Cobo Hall has you know the ability to have to get and to support two monster trucks being on the roof. As opposed to Joe Lewis Arena. Coming up on WCW Saturday night, VK Wall Street versus Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, the disco inferno versus Alex Wright again. Macho Man versus the debuting Bill DeMott. Is he Hugh Morris already? I don't know. I don't know. Can he even afford to pay me? I don't know. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Eric. And the World Heavyweight Champion, Hulk Hogan, will also be at Saturday night. And Disco is back and he's dancing. But then Meng starts his entrance and Disco runs away. And now it's time for Meng versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Duggan starts off hot, but Meng eventually catches him. And he wins with the thumb spike, the one where he holds it and gets his submission victory. Now it's time for a Hulk Hogan promo! And he's in front of a green screen that's all a strange black and white color and uh, not quite, like, oversaturated and just bad green screen effect and with, like, Hulk Hogan written on it and stuff. And it's a very weird promo. He calls himself Don Corleone, but I think he mispronounces it. Um, He says that the giant hasn't come straight at him. And that's why he keeps getting me. And then he also says that he makes promoters cry and beg because Hogan's bigger than their whole company. And then Jimmy Hart has to act all scared and worried because he's like I'm worried, Hulk! I'm worried, Hulk! Uh, You tell me what you're gonna do to Sullivan and the Giant, and that scares me. Daddy. (laughs) And now it's time for your main event of the evening. It is time. For Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman versus Ric Flair and Sting. And the match starts and there's no Sting. Where is Sting? Where's the Stinger? Maybe he realized he can't trust Flair. He ain't gonna do shit. Flair puts Arn in the figure four. Pillman tries to brick it up with a splash. Flair moves out of the way. Puts a figure four on Pillman. Sting eventually shows up. uh, As Arn and Pillman start taking over with the numbers. Sting gets tagged in. He's a house of fire. He sends them both to the floor. And they just get counted out. We come back from a break, and Mean Jean's in the ring, and he's going to talk to Flair and Sting. And they essentially say, we're going to do that matchup again, but for real, at Halloween Havoc. And they actually kind of ran out of time because they don't get to do much. And they go, oh, next week, Sting and Lex versus Harlem Heat. Benoit Malenko versus Alex Wright, Eddie Guerrero, and uh, the world champion will be here. Which is, I think, more akin to the way things should be as opposed to that whole, like, let's look at the commentary team for the last two minutes. Like, no, just say, hey, wasn't that a great show? Next week, we got some more great stuff for you. And don't take forever talking about it. Because you could have just had a match go a little bit longer. Or have the time for a nonsensical promo to have some more sense to it. Um, so I think, I mean, they probably ran out of time. And it was a mismanagement of time that led to a better thing as opposed to a better management of time. But, hey. It's time for Monday Night Raw, which was taped from the Civic Auditorium, Grand Rapids, Michigan, on September 25th. Tonight, Isaac Yankum. Oh, yes. It's Yankum versus Brett in the cage. And they do, like, a little promo, like, a little promo thing for like for Yankum, then Brett, and then Lawler, and Yankum's like, I'm gonna beat Brett, and I'm gonna give him the biggest set of prices in the WWF. Because <laughs> they had to do uh, fucking dentist shit. Alright, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Doink the Clown! Um, we learned that Gorilla fined Mabel and Douglas last week, and that Undertaker has a crushed face. His face is crushed. Uh, Hunter wins, LOL. Uh, Backstage, Barry Horowitz is trying to acclimate Hakushi to the United States, so they talk about baseball, because we have baseball here, you have baseball over there. So, how about this? Who was the best home run hitter? He played for the Yankees, you know, the candy bar, which is not, but candy bar is named after uh, a president's daughter, actually. Not Babe Ruth. And Hakushi's like, no, no, no. Hank Aaron. And then... (coughs) Which is like, you're right, and then he hugs him. <laughs> and next up is tag team action. Is PG thirteen the USWA tag team champions face the Smoking Guns, of WWF tag team champions, for the WWF tag team championship? an announcement for Gorilla Monsoon that Mabel will face Yokozuna at In Your House this Sunday. That's, by God, that's a lot of beef. Smoking Guns win on Sunday at the pay-per-view, at the In Your House pay-per-view. They will defend against Razor and The Kid. Also, next week on Raw, Alundra Blaze will face Bertha Faye for the title. So, you know, it's been seven weeks, six of which had WWF, and I didn't even know there was a women's division at this point in time. They, should, they then show a British Bulldog interview from a show called WWF World Tour de Force, which, again, I believe is a syndicated show for Europe. Um, so, again, it's just another weird syndicated show they were doing at the time. Uh, pretty much the same stuff as they said the last couple of weeks. Bulldog never got his due. He abandoned all his old friends and family, and it's paid off because he, he has the title match... In your house, he pinned Diesel last week in the triple in the uh, the trios match, and he's going to win the title on Sunday. Same stuff we've heard the last couple of weeks, and now it's time for Ahmed Johnson to talk about honor. And if you can understand him, he actually makes a good point here. He says, "Your mama works for minimum wage, even though she isn't a minimum wage woman. She works hard and she puts the money down so you can go to a WWF show. So you tell her you appreciate it." And you work out hard at school to thank her. That's honor. According to Ahmed Johnson. The Purple Whirlpool Powerhouse. (laughs) That's my favorite. From, From Warzone. One of his promos. He like says. He's trying to say Pearl River Powerhouse. But he says it so fast. And so mumble mouthed. It sounds like he said Purple purple Powerhouse. Anyway. And now it's time for Dean Douglas versus Johnny Swinger. Now the entire show, uh, Lawler has been hinting at something that happened to Shawn Michaels. Now they finally talk about it. And Vince McMahon has to cover for his boy. So he calls it an unprovoked attack. He was beaten up by ten guys. And an unprovoked attack. And they have Sean Collin during this match. And Steve Douglas versus Johnny Um During all this, all you are is talking to Sean. You're going to be at In Your House. Uh, he actually does not end up at In Your House. Uh, Dean wins the match. And then they start setting up the cages. And while the cage is, while the, the big cage and the small cage are being set up, they run down the In Your House card. And then we get Paul Bearer has a promo where he talks about Undertaker's crushed face. And he continues to say that he may never look the same again or be the same again. But then he's like, but even though all of that, he's going to return soon. And you won't be the same again. You won't be the same again. you oh, Yoko soon on Mabel. Because he's going to break your face. Me and you are going to interface. And now it's time for Isaac Yankum DDS versus Brett the Hitman Hart in a cage match. And there is 15 minutes left in the show. And they pretty much use almost all of it. Uh, as far as the cage match goes, the uh, low to boring as far as the cage match goes. Um, I guess, but we get to, well, we'll see. So the ref can't unlock the cage. And we find out it's because Lawler switched the locks. Uh, finish is that... Oh, no, this isn't the finish. This is the part where things happen. Yankum gets locked in the sharpshooter. Brett tries to escape. Lawler panics, climbs, the cage, climbs up the cage, and knocks him down. This, then, means that he has to get locked in the small cage. Which means a bunch of guys show up. To get him, but he won't come down from the cage, so Brett eventually gets up, punches him down from the cage, and they take him to his own little, the, you know, the classic manager cage, and they hoist him up, and of course he's doing the classic heel thing, I'm scared of heights, blah blah blah, lower it just a little please, or, you know, all that stuff, and then his nose starts booting at one point and like what's he got there they actually have like an audio setup so he's wearing a monitor at one point with the monitor and yeah mcmahon help me help me mcmahon uh yeah his nose starts bleeding at one point um and of course the classic thing right of the manager that's up in the big cage they really hoist him up he's above the cage above the, the actual cage cage and um he did the classic thing where the manager has a thing that he passes down to his guy. Then this time, in this case, it's the key to the new lock that they switched. But Brett gets the key, and he throws it into the crowd. And then Brett eventually escapes over the top. And they come back from the commercial. And Vince says, uh, we can't get you down yet. There's a problem with the with the mechanism. And he's like, what? No! Ah! And that In Your House is Sunday, and that's the end of the show. That was your go-home raw for an In Your House. <clears throat> and it's time for the Bimmerbum.com match of the night. Bimmerbum.com. if you're a BMW enthusiast, or more specifically a Z-Series owner or enthusiast, check out Bimmerbum.com for your parts and related merchandise. But your match tonight is, of course, Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. They gave it plenty of time and they tore the house down. Now, I enjoyed the um, shenanigans of the cage match after Lawler stuff has started happening. Uh, overall, the, the match part of it, not great. Um. Matches on Raw were bleh. Uh, match, I mean, matches of the night on Nitro. And I'm thinking overall, it was kind of bleh versus bleh action-wise, except for we had Benoit Guerrero. And I think that means I preferred Nitro. But according to Nielsen, Nitro got a 2.2, and Raw got a 2.6. Raw wins with the cage match, which never never underestimate the power of the Schwartz, or, I mean, uh, putting a gimmick match on your television show and have it take up the last 15 minutes of the show. Um, I can almost guarantee you that's what got the draw that night was the cage match and got Raw over Nitro that week. So... Next week, it's week 8, October 23rd, and Raw is live again because the three weeks have happened and they're after a pay-per-view. So, Ken Nitro, I think, is going into a, this is a Nitro go-home and a Raw after pay-per-view next episode, week 8, October 23rd, 1995, and we will see you then.